you know what i really think that i'm good at lot of things but the issue is i only think oh god when will i ever be able to be confident about it well it is a human tendency what to do about it wait a minute we can do something about it and today i have invited a life coach and she is a ball of energy do you want to hear from her as well please welcome the ever energetic and extremely positive anita van ruyen hello rishani how are you i am so good i'm so, so happy to have you today <laughs> thank you i am so honored and excited to be here with you i already feel charged up i have a lot of questions to ask but let's get started with the one and only question that i have to most of my guest speakers because i think that's a fitting start which is i want to know how did you get into the career life coaching Well, it's really interesting because I've always been in um jobs that have been in like helping professions and that kind of thing. So, I worked for a long time in fundraising and not-for-profit organizations. And I remember I left a particular charity that I was working with and um a friend of mine said to me a comment that was just like almost like a throwaway comment. She said, "Oh, Anita, she said you'd make such a great life coach." And you know it's really interesting how sometimes people say something and it like goes in one ear and then out the other but then other people say something and it's like it hits you in the head and you just go wow I never thought of that before but I actually really like that idea because a lot of people would come to me asking me for advice and what's really interesting is now as a coach I actually don't give people advice. I help them to come to their own conclusions and their own awesomeness. I just help them bring it out of themselves. And I think that is the key to coaching because this is some that was really apt what you just mentioned. I did read it somewhere that a good mentor or coach is not someone who preaches but leads by example. Well, there's a really there's quite a difference really between a mentor and a coach. because a mentor is really there to give advice and to give guidance on this is what I've done this is how I was able to get to whatever it is that I've done and to really give that advice based on their experience and their knowledge and a coach is different to that because I don't give people advice at all I literally help them to bring out the knowledge and the intuition and the I think we all have this inner knowledge within us. Lovely. Thank you so much. I think I am also learning a lot <laughs> along with everyone else today was listening to us. So now that we know, we clearly understand who a mentor and a coach is and what are their uh, role in your life maybe. So if you are looking out for someone then I think today you will be clear of who you are looking out for. So that is a good start. That's a really good start because it, it otherwise it can be a bit confusing. Yes, absolutely. So going back to your story, so now that we know that you were already involved in a certain kind of area where you were giving back to people and you know people telling you that oh why don't you become a coach? Is that uh the only reason that you started off just 
thinking of becoming a coach even before you started with your own venture because when you start before that you think a lot there are a lot of things going on so what was going on in your mind wow that is a huge question because um when i think when i first uh went into coaching and you know as i said this friend of mine gave me this this piece of like bam you know advice and he you'd make a great life coach and you know how it is when somebody puts something in your mind that resonates with you yeah. you start seeing evidence of 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 that everywhere yes that is actually a very interesting point so what really made you think that way what happened so it was i think only the next day that i saw on facebook about a life coaching school now that ad might have been on facebook for weeks and weeks and months and months before i even noticed it because you know you scroll through you don't even notice and as soon as my friend gave me that little gold nugget immediately i saw it like this ad on facebook and i was like oh my god oh yeah i'll just i'll have a look at that Wow, interesting. So that was the point when your friend reinforced what you were really thinking. And then what happened next? What did you do? And I think maybe a week later, they had like an information session. I went to it and like very quickly I was like, "Oh, this is my home. This is where I live. This is where I need to be." Because it was it was just touching all of those buttons within me, yeah. you know. And so it's really interesting because you know that started a process of sort of 3 years of of official study and I think when you get into yeah when you get into this wow. space then you never stop learning. I think it's like anything that you have a passion for. Once you're in it there is just so much more to explore in different paths and places and and you can keep just going and expanding your knowledge your expertise into mm-hmm. all kinds of different areas yeah so i think this is what the whole podcast is all about you know the first step that you need to take and it is usually the most dreaded one because you have no prior knowledge or maybe you do have but you still are very very nervous of what will people say you know what will be the reaction if i'm doing the right thing so what we are trying to help people with understand that it is important to take that first step and maybe the the good uh, advice would be to start small what do you think about that and if if that sort of resonates with you then can you give an example of how did you go about that well i think that is wonderful wonderful advice ishani i think you know like the first step in any new venture feels the most terrifying until you've taken it mm-hmm. once you've taken that first step then you go that wasn't even hard at all you know you look behind you and you go wow that first step was really like that was not hard at all it was actually easy and enjoyable and why didn't i do this years ago or months ago or however long ago and I think when it's something that if you know or you feel that it is right for you mm-hmm. you have to take that step. Okay. I'm going to stop you over here because I want to emphasize on that. That is so so important. If you feel something is right, it has to be right. You know, I I use the the um analogy of a courage bucket 
that we all have a bucket of courage with us and sometimes to take that first step we need to just you know put our hand in and just splash a little bit on our face and sometimes we need to pick up that whole bucket and just pour it over our head but the great thing is is that even if you pour the courage bucket over your head there's as soon as you put it back down again it's immediately full never evaporates and I think the more like the reason that we forget that it's there is because we haven't used it so we just forget that it even exists. I think that's very interesting. This kind of reminds me of the ice bucket challenge. Totally. <laughs> so yeah, so if if you, I mean, for all the listeners, if you are daring enough to take the ice bucket challenge, which I think many of us have done that because it was so interesting. So this should be the one next on your list, I suppose, the courage bucket challenge. That's it, because when you take the courage bucket challenge, oh my God, like that creates a lifelong pattern for you to be able to take the next step and the next step and the next step in whatever it is that is your right path, not what everybody else thinks is your right path, what is your right path, what you feel is the right thing for you. So, uh, okay, interesting thing is that I think a while ago you were mentioning about the three years that you invested when you started your venture. Could you take us through your journey from there? Well, it's really interesting because I didn't wait until the end of my three years before I started coaching. Because as a coach, the most important thing to do is talk to people, is use your skills you know that whole thing if you don't use it you lose it it's the same in muscles it's the same in knowledge it's the same in everything so we were encouraged at the school that i went to to start like just start you know it's that kind of start before you're ready wow anita i personally think that that is a very daring step what what was going on in your mind at that point of time? Were you fearful or how was it? It's like, you know, there's a lot of fear around that and I was certainly very fearful of it. Because, um, you know, you put yourself out there and all of a sudden, oh, what happens if somebody says yes? You know, there's a fear about if somebody, you know, if people don't want to come and get coaching from you, but then the bigger fear is what if somebody does? Yeah. What if I can't help them? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And that's really interesting because one of my biggest fears, I remember when I started, I put myself out there as a coach, was somebody saying to me, so how long have you been doing this for? And it's really hard when you have to say, um, like three weeks. Oh my God. (laughs) I think you've taken some really daring steps in your life. Nobody wants to hear that, right? And I think this is super relevant for... You know, for probably a lot of your listeners who are a bit frightened about putting themselves out there because, yeah. you know, there is this dreaded question, oh, so how long have you been doing this for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that's commendable. Well, it, it's it's important to start because even three weeks in, yeah. I had some basic knowledge of some basic principles and some basic stuff that I could help people change the way they thought about things. Yes, that's what I was coming to. I think that is an example of sheer confidence that you had in yourself 
or maybe you were just trying at that point of time to let go of that fear and then let go of that chatter in your mind and just keep moving ahead don't think that it didn't come without a lot of me shaking in my boots and being absolutely shit scared because i was totally fearful um for probably the first two or three years of me coaching after a while i just it was like that whole courage bucket again you know i had to it's kind of like taking a leap off a cliff not knowing if there's going to be anything underneath it not knowing what's coming mm-hmm. and taking that leap and falling hoping that the parachute will open <laughs> trusting that the parachute will open and at a certain point in your fall the parachute opens yeah that is actually the exact exact description of uh, one of my incidences in past when i was doing this adventure trip with my friends actually and that's exactly what happened and i think that's why uh, these um, experiences are very important in your life but because you can translate them also with just with your career and other parts in your life so i was just interested to know if you're able to take us through one or two to to specific challenges that you face or maybe a major one or maybe a minor one and how did you overcome it so it's like if you are able to share with some strategies that you applied or maybe the way you went ahead with your challenges that might help people who are listening to us maybe apply that in their areas of problem that they have right now too easy because i can I, like as soon as you were saying that i was like yes here's a big one that i'm more than happy to share with you because when i started coaching i wanted to coach dancers and performers because i was doing a lot of time working uh yeah it just not working i was doing a lot of fun activities in latin dance world yeah oh, that's amazing I and i loved it. it i loved it i loved it and so i was like okay i can see that there are a lot of dancers a lot of performers who are really struggling with confidence even though maybe they look a bit shy like they can't look shiny and sparkly on the outside but on the inside they're dying hollow feeling like they're not good enough so i wanted to work with people that i was in this space with mm-hmm. and i did for a while and it was it felt like at every point everything that i was doing was a push but after a while i'd invested so much time and energy in going down this this pathway that i was i felt a bit stuck and i was like okay do i keep push 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 pushing and i have a coach because i think coaches are awesome and so as a coach i have a coach and she asked me one day she said when you push what happens yeah you know what like the more i'm pushing it's like the more this is pushing back you know like there's that theory of equal and opposite force yes yeah yes. so i was going nowhere but i was pushing 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 really hard to go a total of nowhere and that conversation really got me thinking and feeling very differently about where i needed to be and and who i was helping and how i could help and so i decided in that moment that i was 
just going to stop. It's not going to post any more stuff on Facebook to my dance people. I wasn't, nothing, just completely stop everything. And it was so scary, I cannot tell you. So that was a really scary time for me to kind of just go, all right, just let everything go and take some time and start feeling what is right for me rather than thinking about what is right for me. Okay, so that is actually an interesting point because that is what I was just, you know, thinking about that I think that I'm good at something and I'm not able to put that into action. I see why because you have a very great point over there. We need to feel about something that we are really good at because if we feel about it which i just said a while ago then you know it's the right thing for you and then you have to keep building on it because thinking is all in your head feeling is in your heart and your soul and i remember one time i meditate every day so i sat i put some music on and an hour and a half later is when i stopped meditating I couldn't believe it because it felt like it was 10 minutes. It was an hour and a half. And wow. in that time, it was like the more I just allowed myself to be okay with the unknown, all of a sudden it was like this whole download just came to me. And I was like, Anita, so why did you start co- Like, why did you start going into this space in the first place? Why did you want to be a coach? And And I answered my question, which was, well, I always wanted to help people with life skills. And so then I was like, okay, so who who are the people that need life skills? Young people. I love young people. (laughs) And so literally I finished that meditation and I don't even know how it happened, but I got off that. I finished that meditation. I came into my office. I looked up student accommodation properties in Melbourne and I rang somebody that is just down the road from me in North Melbourne and said hey who looks after the well-being and resilience for your students and the answer was nobody and then I rang the next one and 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 ever since then uh, this is now what I do and when you have confidence you can be more resilient you can get jobs you can start trusting yourself to do new and different things that feel right for you even if everybody else around you is saying what the hell are you doing i think there's some really really great takeaways from your story right now the one the top one that i can think is that when it gets uh, you know when really it gets tough for you then you must understand that maybe something is going wrong maybe you're pushing yourself way too much because in the end, if you put your heart towards something, it should work. It should work. And if it's not working, that means you're just pushing it a bit too hard. So, you know, feeling uh, whatever you're doing, if it feels right, then I think that is what you want to be doing forever, I think, or maybe for whatever time that you want to. And the second thing that I really loved uh, in your story is that, Anita, that you actually uh, reach, you reached out to those people, you know, you took that initiative from your end and you did not keep waiting. 
so that is amazing and i think these two takeaways will be very very helpful for everyone who's listening to us today and we love you too as much as we love the youngsters so just following the tradition and before we wrap up would you like to leave our listeners with your favorite quote my favorite quote is um you are loved so anita thank you so much for coming on this podcast today and sharing your first ever step in your journey with everyone and giving us some important tips and the golden nuggets of wisdom today to all of us such a huge huge honor and pleasure to um to to be here to be invited and to serve you and your listeners friends i started this episode today by saying that just by thinking about something it doesn't happen that if you feel something is right for you If you feel you're good at something then you really are and you should just go for it. Thank you for loving this podcast so much and writing to me. I am really really happy that this podcast is really helping you out. If you are new to the podcast, first of all congratulations for having it made to this point and you can join the Instagram community called My First Step Ever. underscore i n so that we can keep in touch and i can keep you updated with everything that's happening in this amazing community mm-hmm.